0: Like week to you. Yes. Rumors, rumors, rumors that um you could be replaced at CTR next year. Do you okay. think you have a shot? You think you have a shot at CTR?
1: Um, uh, I mean, maybe. You know, I it'd be it'd be very nice. You know, the the contract that we signed with Dale would definitely obviously give us an opportunity, but it all depends on their side if they are willing to to want me or anything like that. So obviously, from my side, you know, big thumbs up. That would be very cool. Good opportunity. Uh, but yeah, I just kind of have to wait and see and see from their end.
2: Thank you. Hey, what kind of advice have you given Stingray about Sunday from what it looks like compared to qualifying they Yeah. You know, there's there's
1: a certain couple of things that actually Dale told me, and I'm pretty sure he told him himself that, you know, the track definitely is a very different feeling when all the people are in the grandstands and, it, you kind of get a bit more of a tunnel vision. Um, the racing speed is a lot slower than, you know, what, what we've been practicing with. You know, the actual speed of all the cars, much, much slower. People are trying to hit fuel targets, and the whole field kind of checks up a little bit more. So I told him everything's kind of going to be a little bit slow motion to what he's been used to. Uh, and other couple of things. I mean, the race start, there's a lot of different, I don't I don't know what it is. It's just dust or whatever, but it's three cars going to turn one. Everybody's cleaning up the track right before the race starts, and it all hits you, but and uh, also the race extremely long very very long like you, whatever you think long is just like times it by 10. <laughs> like that's the feeling i got so i told him just take everything slow you have more than enough time to make a move or or let it be whatever it may be what is the result we you choose to hold yourself little <laughs> <laughs> take. um well you know it's it's only my second season and i uh you know i that I just feel like I am little Dave if you're comparing me to Wolf Power or Scott Dixon I mean
2: I, I, I don't feel big next to them how do so. yeah, you compare with your teammate Dave Guillermo now
1: it's true I don't know it kind of just came up to, to me during a, a Texas you know interview when I know I got fourth at Texas and I was racing side by side you know with Newgarden you got Pato and all Polo like all these big time names there's little Dave you know Ooh, here we go so it was kind of just something that came up and I wasn't planning it to stick but it very much did And I kind of became one with the name. And everybody here around in these actually calls me a little day, a little day. So it's very cool. And I actually really enjoy it. Um, And it adds for a good bit. You know, if I ever get my first win, I will then be like, you know, Big Dave now. (laughs) We're here.
2: But do you think that uh, also give you a a relief of pressure? Because um, maybe we as media see you are are the guy responsible to to picking up the, the team yeah I
1: mean as as was as like saying as like because oh, now I'm supposedly like the veteran
2: yeah, do, do, like uh maybe I can go a little down my expectations and I can work the...
1: <laughs> I mean going into it, that wasn't really the the goal, but maybe it's something that kind of worked in that in that favor and and yeah, I mean I guess you could say in that perspective it did help me and kind of release a bit of pressure, maybe yeah, it wasn't what I was going for, but I can take it. Yeah.
2: I feel you about your cell safety so you know drivers, so uh, again, you know, a you bit about the driver racecraft. This class tuner. Was racecraft driving. Right? Oh, it's uh,
1: I've so every any any race, let it be this one oval race, road course. I learned so much, and the the, the most you learn is following veterans. So, Castro Neves last season in the race, that was my biggest shock. He is very good at watching his mirrors. He he knows he. I don't know if he watches the mirrors. If he has his spotters. But he follows your line. You know, if you start going low, if you start going high, he'll block you. He also anticipates, you know, let's say you're trying to... This is why I think oval racing is a bit of a chess game. You know, maybe you you go high and you make the, the driver in front of you think, oh, he takes the high line, he takes the high line. And when you get a run, you go low. But with him, he knows, you know, he, he's been doing it for a long time. He knows the games that you're trying to play. So you I'll, I was trying to go high and I will never forget I went low and he immediately knew that lap I was gonna go low and he blocked me off and I had a big moment and I, I lost a lot of pace I wasted a lot of tokens on the tires so my tires I have to take it easy again so it took me a long time to get around cashstro and at that moment I knew I was like so this is what a veteran is like that's what sets you know him apart from from the rest of the field and I learned from it you know I picked off of it and I've put it into my driving you know with, with the following races after that and I just find it very cool you know it's something that I feel like people don't really talk about it and And, uh, yeah, it kind of took me by surprise. And now, obviously, I myself am a much better driver after following
3: those type of drivers.
2: Oh, that was kind of my question.
3: Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> if you were to win on Sunday, for you to pour coke over your head, Are you going to drink it, do uh, Honestly, I'm not
1: going to know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I could say, like, oh, I'll be drinking it, and then I'll pour it over the shoulder and... But no, I'm just probably going to be screaming, crying, and, and yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be doing whatever I, whatever happens in the moment. But I, I would like to, you know, drink it. I feel like that's part of the tradition. You know, the guy, you know, first race, he asked for, he wanted some milk. You know, he wanted to drink it. You know, it was, we don't hear that nowadays. Now we ask for, like, electrolyte mix or something. Um, but I want to experience, you know, like, being exhausted, how milk would taste. I want to see that mental state of mind. So I would go for a drink first and then pour it over, of course. Although... I know, like, veterans said, like, don't pour it over because you have to wear that suit for a long time, (laughs) but I feel like that's part of the experience, you know? You smell like a winner. (laughs) 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 What kind of milk you want, I think you get a choice. Yeah, I chose whole milk. uh, So last year I actually did 2% because that's just what I drink every day. But, again, veterans, I'm learning, they said always go whole milk because if you do it, it looks really pretty on camera. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what we're going for. We'll look pretty. It'll be glistening in the sun. And then
2: you say this before that the uh, dealer customer to Um Last year, you have this phenomenal finish in the race that, that you're going to the right strategy in the right time and everything to do with that type. Chloe. But that, that kind of uh, stint what what uh, are the learnings that you get from uh, uh, that experience that uh, it's already in your mind from this kind of races yeah I, it gives you a lot of
1: confidence you know you, it, you go through so many races and when you're end up getting a race where, you know you're on the podium and everything went your way it kind of gives you that feeling that i i do deserve to be here you know i can do it things with things go our way in our good direction you can be up there and and i you know, have a chance to be, you know, part of these these front running drivers. And going into the season, that was kind of going to be one of the goals is to be, you know, a part of those names. Although IndyCar, different winner every race, you know, it's, it's all kind of a big question mark on who's going to win it and what's going to happen. When you go into a race weekend, you have a few drivers that you pick from it, you know, like roughly these guys are probably going to be in front. And our goal is to be one of those drivers and be a part of those names.
2: Regardless of where you are next year, for one team, Dale Coyne, I mean, Picked out Paul Tracy, picked out a lot of We there. What is it about the Dale Coin team, you know, that does so much with relatively less resources than Adrini, Penske? Yeah,
1: Dale does an amazing job at, at finding drivers. I'm not trying to like say, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. No, Dale is great, and the, the whole crew, they make you, they made me feel really comfortable. I mean, my first ride, I remember, it's indie cars. it's like what I've been dreaming about my whole life. I was very nervous, very stressed, and they just told me, it's just another car. You know, we go out there, we try our best, we do our thing. And they make you feel very much a family. You know, although if maybe the results don't go your way, they do go your way no matter what. We're always having a blast, having a lot of fun. And I feel like that's the right place to be when you're just starting out as a rookie. And I feel like they are the ones that form all these great drivers. I mean, if you look back, I mean, Pelot came, you know, from Dale Point Racing. So it, it's it, it's amazing what he does and, and the community
3: that they have there. And I'm, I'm really glad to be a part of it. It's amazing. Speaking of family... How much of a sense of pride do you have coming here or mean only 5,000 tickets, 5% out to yeah. have your parents' initials on your hat? Much yes. that It's as a family. hear about the hunters, the Ravens, the Grannies. It feels amazing. You know, although,
1: you know, it's my dream to be a race car driver. It's always been my dad's dream to be a part of racing, no matter what it could be. You know, when he grew up, he always wanted to be a racer. But in the Soviet Union, they never gave him the opportunity. So he kind of lived his dream through me. And of course, it is a massive dream of mine. And he's found his own way, you know, to be a part of it with HMD Motorsports. And it is so cool. I mean, he he's with me all the time. Like, he, he didn't even tell me. He came to the open test, didn't say anything about it. He, he was going to be He had work. I mean, he just, he went to where he came and he just had a radio and he was up with the spotters and they took a picture and it, it's just, it feels amazing. You know, He's he's always there. And the fact that, you know, he was there by my side every single day, every step of the way. The fact that we're both here in IndyCar, we always talk about it. No matter what race, it's bad, if it's good, we're on the way back home. And I we just look at each other. It's like that that scene of the guy in Hot Ones where he's like, Can you believe it? Look at us. Look at us. And you know, we always get that feeling. You know, me and my dad were always, like, look at us. Can you believe it? We're here in IndyCar racing. And it it I still till this day we i I I don't think we'll ever be able to one day believe it that it's happening. Where's he at on race day? senior
3: your Potter state.
1: He's gonna be in turn one. Uh cooking up there, so he said that's the best view he says he could see most of most of everything um, and yeah, he's going to have the radio on there and listen in, so it's Spiegel Hey
4: You started on the Adon, blaster. You
3: last
2: year
4: 13th, yes Is it because the field is tighter, are you guys down on power or engineering or You know,
1: I think, you know, Chevy have definitely had a bit of a, a good spell when it came to qualifying I feel like, you know, if you look, it was you know, the chip cars and then seemed that sh- generally Chevy's were up there Honda is definitely going to be, I think, dominant when it comes to to racing and fuel maps. That's, you know, where Honda is going to be fantastic. But I think for us, it's more of, you know, the team, you know, we prepare the car very similar to how we did last year. Nothing's really changed. Uh, So I feel like maybe the rest of the field just found a little bit more and and something that we didn't find. Um, And that could probably be the case. Uh, But all in all, you know, we came in, we unloaded with the car that we had and we tried our best to. To get the most out of it, and I definitely think by the end of that qualifying day, we we did like 23rd. We were like, we were jumping, like we got pulled or something. We were so happy, um, and again, that comes down to the question of Dale Coyne Racing. I think that's why it's so good, um, and it, it, they always just keep you pushing no matter what. So it's very good. Oh,
3: how helpful cool
1: your spotter Day is, Still Pancho Carter? It is Still Pancho Carter. It always will be. You know, after at yeah. <laughs> the beginning, you know, we kind of had you know start off a bit rough because he's very uh, brutal. Like he's just like. You know, like, you suck. Don't do that. You know, like, if I made a mistake, he was just like, that was stupid. Don't do that again. So I was like, man, this guy's kind of mean. But I realized that's just how Poncho is, and he knows his stuff. He has a lot of history. He knows how it is. And he tells me a lot of good information. Like, so much good stuff. He reminds me of the Highline, when to take it. You know, if I'm going in for a movie, he's like, you better do the High Line right now. Like, go, go, go. And it works. You know, he's part of the reason why we had the good result at Gateway. So I am 100% going to be... Fully entrusting him into this race, as this is definitely the big one, and he will help me every step of the way.
2: Did you see the video on flipping here?
1: I, I, yes, I have, yeah.
2: Turning his head because the roll, the roll all the bar kind yeah wanted to make sure the helmet wore down evenly. Yeah, he's
1: he definitely is a he's he's got that that crazy him that you need for the 500. So I think we're at that level. But you know, I think through through age, just kind of calm down and know we're at we're at a good level that I I can accept it. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to work my way towards getting enough confidence where we're at, like, Takuma's level, where we're, like, okay with hitting walls. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 like, I'm yeah, like, every qualifying, you know, he's always a highlight every year. It's like, oh, there he is. He scraped the wall again, and he's put it, you know, top five. It's like, that's crazy. And that's what, you know, he got me last season was because we had the exact same car. I had the little bit of understeer. I did a little lift, you know, and he just stayed flat, hit the wall, and he got ahead of me. I was like, you know what? you take it man you deserve it and he just came out to me and he's like no attack no chance <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so yeah we're, we're working slowly towards getting to that level if it comes
2: uh, sorry we got my English no it's okay there are rumors about the towards uh, to Argentina Okay, next year yeah. would you like to, to race in South America
1: of course I think that would be amazing you know the more we can expand the better obviously I don't know with, with travel and, and all that obviously I'm like be a little bit more expensive, but I think it'd be worth it. I and the Argentinian crowd is uh, they're intense. I mean, it's it's awesome, it's very good support, so I would love it. Yeah, the more we can do, the better. I think that's the goal. Well, what do you think about the performance? Lesson and the with Canapino, Canapino? I think he's done a fantastic job. Like, you know, coming in, you know, he, f- he didn't really come for a local wheel. You know, it's, it's unbelievable how he's managed to catch on to everything so quickly. Uh, it realistically, it really blows my mind. Uh, I mean, he's. In ovals, in in road courses, he's he's very consistent. He's finishing races. He's getting up the speed. I think by the end of the season, you'll see him. I think he'll be you know starting to make fast falls and maybe even a fast six somewhere in there. I can see it.
2: Do you know the Goldenwater Mall Rio? Goldenwater Mall in the track. Track. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. I do not know. No. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, I would always, yeah. I mean, I don't know who would say no, like, what? I get to go to Argentina, us or race, like, what? Yeah, this is awesome. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you. So, you you haven't
5: sung since Gateway?
1: No, I'm waiting for, you know, it's got to be the you know, that's a good result. Put it in, in a box. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah, yeah. I was saying it. It's, keep it fresh. It we'll
2: get, really good. no, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, because I want to the time.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Where are you um with the race card compared well, to
3: how many one to twenty two? No, you know how many one you guys are happy last year
6: less so. Yeah. I think I think we definitely last year I think we were okay last year. I, I think we probably could have been better. We just maybe didn't make the best decisions going into the race. Um but yeah, I think we've taken a pretty decent step forward this year. Um you know our cars were pretty similar in 21 and 22, kind of year over year, and I think we've kind of found some things. And it's probably the most different our our race package has been over the past couple of years. And all three of us I think feel pretty confident that we've we've made improvements. So looking forward to Sunday to to see if that holds true and and how we stack up with the competition.
4: And as as a driver, how do you feel about the new aero changes? Uh...
6: I mean i think i think it's good i mean it's it's interesting um you know i don't think there's total consensus across the field which is cool you know that's the nice thing about having more options you know from practice on monday you know that i think there's definitely people still trying to come to a final conclusion on how they want to run their car you know i think i think we are pretty confident with the configuration that we'll be in um, you know, it just now comes down to the exact amount of downforce that we'll choose for the day. You know, given given what the temperature is and conditions, track temp, wind, etc. Um, but I think IndyCar made the right choice in in bringing us some more options. I think it's going to be good for the show.
2: Make it more difficult to pass, or is going to be
6: better? I think it'll be easier to pass. It's still good. it's still difficult, as, you know, especially as you get deeper into the field and you know the train just gets moving along, but. Um you know, I do think there's more opportunity than there there was before
2: yeah hey, uh so many events you really do guys are managing on three cars at cars a year yep are you as a driver in a teenager help manage yourself driving
6: uh i mean it's fairly simple really i mean when i 'm a driver that's all I am um and i don 't really find it that hard to. <laughs> To ignore everything else i i enjoy when i get to get in the car and you know i'm sure next week when we're done with this i'll learn a lot of things that i didn't know that happened over the course of the past couple of weeks uh so i'll deal with that then did you prefer to be a driver what you know 100 uh, percent driver still yeah thank
2: you
3: very much in the order it is, it is. that's how it is that got the answer sure how are you by the way? good Thanks, and i brought the mic back about.
6: All right. If you weren't an any-car driver, what would you have been when you grew up? Um, I really don't know. I've never been able to answer that fully. I'm sure I would be here just doing something else.
3: Something else fast?
6: Yeah. Some, well, I don't know. I'd Probably not. You know, I'd probably be just a different part of a team in a different way, not getting to do the best part, which is drive the car. Sure. Excellent answer. That was- Thanks. Always good luck on my... Thank All you. Thank you.
3: that we get a lawyer for the new
2: Ed Red to Roku Roller, and 20 years ago, 1. He's in the last week.
6: Probably just to be more patient than I was back then.
0: But I a few, you know, qualifying times have been kind of advanced since the 1990s, but they still weren't very close to the 236 mile per hour record. Do you think that's going to ever be broken? Yeah,
6: for, I think it will, for sure. You know, I think that, you know, we we probably would, we could have broken it with this car. um but you know, we we lost some speed with the windscreen just with the weight and drag of that, so that set us back a little bit, you know, we continue to push forward. Um, you know, and then for we'll see what the next engine, you know, package what that does for us here, you know, but that that could potentially be when we knock it down, hopefully.
2: I mean do you it do you have the Yeah. Renus is always very cute at speed, right? Yeah. Uh, always people looking up the outside
6: and just asking, why don't the other cars do the same? I mean, it's just simple life. You know. uh, I mean, I would say, I mean, I've been right there in the shootout. I didn't make it this year, but I was fourth last year, uh, right there the year before that. So I think typically our cars are fast. Connor struggled a little more in qualifying, but. You know, typically, Renus and I are both right there together. This year, it, you know, his car was a little quicker. Um, not sure how to explain it, but all the cars are strong.
2: And then, and you work it, and you work up. Do you take like your old roles in order to it? accomplish you to think that you won. Uh, no,
6: no. I mean, I, all all of our cars were very, very similar. You know, nearly identical in qualifying, and uh, we we all work very close together you know some days you just get more thanks some days you just have a little more separation than others and especially on a weekend like we hadn't qualifying the conditions with the wind and everything was was making for a variation more so than other years but um everything i think is very close
2: and now do you feel
6: you know you say so that the
2: rest of between i owner and you are uh, uh, looking for that minutes and like uh, you want to already happen in order to see what did what the future would bring to the sport i
6: mean i think we obviously have a lot of conversations on the ownership side of things of you know when and how we're gonna do the next things the the changes they brought this year were from a cost standpoint were all very minor you know they weren't big expansive bits uh, just little bolt-on pieces so it didn't really wasn't much of a burden this year you know but when we look ahead to the hybrid unit you know and and to the point when we get a new car you know those are much much bigger bigger advancements so still still evaluating and learning about all of that
0: Uh, are you looking forward to having a different engine
6: um i don't know i mean we we still know very little about it you know to be honest um you know that what we know about it really isn't much different than what's been reported. So there's still a lot to learn and understand with what that's going to be. And I don't know if you've already been asked this. Thought it was in early. said
3: all the 5,000 tickets are sold. I know this every year it feels like the race is back. The race is back. Do you truly feel
6: this race is back? I think so. I mean, I think the energy has been here all month long. I thought the GP crowd was, was really, really strong. Um, you know, I, I didn't see any numbers from qualifying but Sunday looked looked awesome so yeah I I, I mean I think you just drive around town and you can see the amount of decorations and spirit around town for for the event and then add that on top of it everyone that comes from out of town so it's great to hear and you know with them being that close it'll be interesting to see you know what they do what they do with tv uh you know they already said it's blacked out but you know that can always change depending on on where the final ticket numbers come in. So it's it's awesome. That's what I told people that as it related to TV. If they didn't like it, buy a ticket. You know, there's not that there's that there's not that many left. So just buy some tickets and maybe you'll be able to watch it live if you want. Yeah. How do you feel on race morning when I? cry? you I mean, just the energy level of these years you've been doing it? Yeah, I mean, you build yourself I, down a little bit. The no heart rate. A little? Not really. I mean, this is twenty. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's an experience every each and every time, you know, you can kind of be prepared for it, but uh, at the same time not. But it's it just it's what makes it so special. You know, I mean, we we learned that firsthand in 2020 when we walked out to, you know, a ghost town. So, you know, the 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 energy and the crowd, you know, it's it's the, the one thing that that this event can't not have. So uh, it's awesome. And you raced her with different arrow
3: packages. Uh, it was the free for all back in the 2013. When it was just a pass fest. Does this package make the leader more honorable at the end of
6: uh, For sure. I mean, it's it's really really hard to get away right now. I mean, Marcus was getting away last year before that final caution and red flag. Um, but you know, you for the most part. Even for long, long seg- segments of green, you know, the the pack, shouldn't say pack because it's not a pack, but the train stays mostly intact. Um, you know, I think it's got to be, there are, you know, pretty tough conditions for for a guy to to break off. But, you know, Marcus was doing it last year, so it's hard to say that it couldn't happen again. But it's definitely hard to lead right now. You know, if you're in a one-on-one situation, you know, it's hard to hold a guy off if you've got a, someone strong behind you. How far are you rear to know that, I mean if he picked one track to excel,
3: he picked the right
6: track yeah, I mean he's definitely his style fits here, and you know i think I think it's helped that we've had really strong cars here, you know, I think he's got a you know he's close with Ari, so he's had a great mentor from someone that excelled here, not only winning races but you know being the fastest person ever to drive here um you know but yeah his it's great that i'm i'm happy that that he's strong here because this is what matters the most
2: we all have or a lot of us have that
5: internal dialogue when you grab your car and you're having a conversation with yourself do you guys have a time to bet anything in hiring
6: um i mean maybe under caution you know a little bit if there's something just a bold mistake that you make in the race you know you kind of got to you know accept it and and put it behind you and move on you know it's a, it's a long race, so, but definitely anymore, it's it's really hard to overcome mistakes just because how deep the field is.
7: Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you.
8: Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. the outcome and what it means for the championship so for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the f one strategy report wherever you get your favorite podcasts. the strategy report is a beer mobile podcast on the evergreen podcasts network my name's Michael Laminato, and i'll catch you after the checkered flag
6: it's it's hard to it's hard to make up for him it's with masculine everything i mean that's you know yeah every everything i mean you see that from from, like, a mistake like Scott made last year, you know, and at the same time, you know, like, what happened to, to Alex catching the wrong yellow can take you out of it, which you know, not that many years ago you could kind of overcome things like that, but just the depth of the field and the strength and quality of the teams throughout you know, makes it really hard to to not, you know, you have to execute everything you can control and then you need things that are out of your control to fall your way as well.
2: Guitar. Our Chevy and on dial displays, senior.
6: Well, it seems pretty close. You know, I think I think Chevrolet has done a fantastic job this year. You know, we, we won't truly know until we'll maybe get a sense tomorrow. But on race day, you know, I think everyone qualifying spec and race specs a little different, and you know, everyone's just now putting their race engines in. So, you know, there's t- to be determined. You know exactly who's got an edge come
8: Sunday. No. Uh, okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah.
5: all the are going to ask is look good I think the Penske's look really good um, and there's some some random you know selected ones on, on top of that there's a lot of, of, of good drivers and, and getting it right on the day is also the biggest thing so yeah <laughs> I'll see
2: does this put you more pressure motivation
5: I mean I think we know that we have a good shot, you know, there's certainly we have an awesome starting position. We have a have a good car, good engine. Um, so you know that those chances, I mean, look at I mean, if you look at Penske, for example, they've had a lot of years that they know pretty much that they can't win the race. I mean, you can always things can always happen, but they, they haven't had the perfect opportunity. And I feel like we have that. So obviously going to grab that opportunity with both hands and you just have to, yeah, be one hundred ten percent on race day, and then if if the luck and everything is with you, it is. And if it's not, you have to try again next year.
2: What did you learn about the final steed last year? Yeah. But, uh, take some And what was the main lesson for you there?
5: I think it was a good experience to be up front because you never really know what that's like until you're there. And we spent, you know, half the race last year in the in the top three and and ultimately leading the final stint after the pit sequence. And I think the lesson there was you need, if you want to win the race, you need a car that is quick and clean air. you Not only in traffic, because as soon as you're leading, you just get passed again. And that's kind of what happened to us. Um, and you learn also that the further up you go, man, the, the harder it is to stay. Like, it's just more competitive. The drivers are better. The cars are better. And to, to hang on to that position gets you know, multiplied very quickly, like how difficult it is. So uh but it was it was an awesome experience for both me and Pato and I we feel like that really gained us more confidence going into this year. This is it safe to say that last year's when you made the most growth development on what it's gonna take to I get to be out and down and you you to the eighty five
3: hundred person or it starts here.
5: For sure. Uh I mean I think every year you come here you just learn so much. But last year was it was the first time I came here and we like executed a pretty much a perfect race, good pit stops, mega car. Uh, I felt confident. That was right in the window of balance where you need to be to to pass other cars and to be sporty. Uh, and that's that's the most important thing to have in the back of your head. Like how did that feel? And how can you take it even further, you know? Um, so yeah, that that's that's invaluable for sure, that experience. Third year with McLaren, it feels like you guys
3: are just really on a higher right now. It's just uh, common to say? This it, is probably the best that's with, with McLaren so far going into the race since. And, it's, and
5: it's yes. support, I guess, for guess. yeah, I think for sure. Uh, I think honestly, we've always had a really good race car here. Even the first year I was with the team, we had a, I'd say probably top five car. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like we just have the whole package in a different way. We obviously we're starting higher, which is, makes it easier. Uh, we have, you know, our pit crews are better. Uh, I think Chevy has brought their A game this year, which is awesome. Uh, this is all a little details are so just working a little bit more in our favor. So I think it would be fair to have a bit more, you know, confidence going into this one. But at the same time, everyone else is just better as well. Because the whole series is going like this. It's not only our team. Maybe we've been growing quicker and we've become a bit like better, more rapidly than some other teams. but. Man, it, we're still fighting against some giants and, and they will not be easy to take on on race day. When you came here in 2019, I don't know, fast forwarding now, do you ever think, telling yourself in 2019, that you would have felt kind of
3: bittersweet disappointed that you'd be on the front row a few years later with going 233 miles per hour
5: around this place? Uh, yes and no. I think, I think we're all the same, man. Like when, when you have the opportunity, You you always feel a bit disappointed if you don't get it. It it doesn't matter which team you know what what the circumstances are. If you have the chance to grab the pole or win, like you're always going to be a bit bummed if you don't get it. Um, But yeah, it's a good problem to have, right? It's awesome, and and that's kind of where we've gone as a team as well now. Where we a couple of years ago we were stoked when we had podiums and, and top fives, and now it's like. We're pretty disappointed when we're not winning or, or or on pole, you know, between our teammates. So um, I feel also we're one of the teams that I always seem to have at least one bullet at the front in every race. So uh, yeah, hopefully it will be one of us uh, taking it home. saving not the right timing but they need at Nope, no no updates. Being with the over McLaren
3: being. One of the hottest seats in the series right now. It's upcoming. There's a lot of competition for it. Do you feel like you have to continue to get good results every week just to make sure that you stay in the
5: spot that you're in? I mean, you always have to deliver no matter where you are. I don't think anyone's sitting, you know, coasting and collecting in, in, in the car. You have to fight for it every week. um I don't really, I, I feel like a lot of people ask me that like do you feel like you need to prove yourself and yes and no i think i mean I, I think i need maybe some good results which i feel like they're they're coming i mean we've been on the front row three times this year uh we're on the on the gp in, uh in texas and here so it, it's it's really coming together well um but yeah you need the results to back it up and and I feel like the rest of the season is looking pretty bright for us, so I'm not really worried about it. I just kinda of tried to jump in the car and and uh and do my thing and uh everything else will work itself out. Outside of the front row, uh going into turn one, green flag waves.
3: Again, the tight turn one. Are you gonna talk to Alex and Renus to figure out how to
5: maybe manage the the start of that a little bit? What do you think about it? We're gonna have a meeting tomorrow with Kyle Novak, our race director and uh, he'll kind of go through what he expects from us obviously we're racing but I think we'll maybe have a better idea at that point I, don't, I haven't really planned out yet what I'm trying to do but it's pretty nice to be on the outside because the first lap it's it swept so you can you can clearly use the outside and it, it's, it's almost better to be there than in the middle where you can get like pinched between two cars so I'm, I'm pretty happy where I'm at and if I come out in you know p1 or p3 or p4 it's all gonna be pretty irrelevant I think I need to review how was your like you want too much of your
3: secrets your strategy early. no like years pass. it's kind of you want to hit a fuel number you kind of ride in but it's also easier to pass up front too so do you kind of play the cat and mouse game of swapping
5: do you just settle in like it's kind of your philosophy on that I think you get a feel for it Uh, I think you have to try a little bit what it's like to lead Uh, you have to feel the car out because that's a, that's a problem if you're just leading eventually you'll end up lapping cars or you've been traffic after a pit sequence maybe and and then you need the car to be sharp when you're like five or ten cars back uh so you, i think my plan will probably be to feel you know if you can feel the car out as much as possible try to get an idea exactly where you want your tools to be in leading and not leading and yeah, you just have to feel it out. I mean, you, you never really know what people have until race day, and it will for, sure, for sure be some str- uh, some insanely strong cars out there. So, yeah, just trying to get an idea how you can get around them.
3: And Doug said this morning, we're probably about 5,000 tickets away the this place to sold out, and then every day it feels like last week just to feel the momentum, before more and more bigger crowds. Do you feel that as a driver when you're walking down the gasoline alley on pit road? What are your thoughts of going into what's the sold-out bracelets on like that?
5: Yeah, I, I feel like we we felt it everywhere this year. Before the 500, even like the the GP was really impressive to see. I think that was definitely the highest numbers I've seen since I came over here. Um, and also during practice and qualifying, it's been yeah, there's a lot of people around, and and that's fun. That's fun to see. It's it's on a it's on an upward trajectory. Um, the whole series, the race, you know, I think the what they're doing with the whole 100 days of Indy is awesome, and and everything is just pointing in the right direction for the series so uh we're glad to be part of it and it makes these races way more special little
4: well, but after the parade on saturday was there anything else that y'all are doing most-wise, or is that like it for y'all for the week? Yeah.
5: Yeah. uh we have some little stuff like meets and greets uh partner things but it, it'll be we tried to have a pretty chill race day because if you haven't noticed as a team yeah. we're doing quite a lot of activation, uh, on, on the side. So yeah, race day is pretty like sacred for us. And we just try to eat, sleep, uh, hang out a bit with the families maybe, and, and just take it easy. But like Saturday nights, like, how do you like, do you try and zone out from like everything happening that's going
4: to happen the next day or what's the, you're just trying to like just show I mean, bit?
5: Yeah. Just, I mean, I, I stay here at the track. Normally I go home, but I just try to avoid the traffic. So I'll, I'll stay here on race day. Um, just, Kind of try to isolate yourself a bit from the race, not think too much about it, watch a movie, eat something good. Uh, yeah, it's simple, really. Like, there's not there's no magic to it. You just have to sleep, and that's it. This could you do that. Wonder yeah. if you could answer this one as question. sweet. Oh yeah, sure. Um, um, all due
1: respect to the kinds of guys. A lot of you all like think this is a, of, a player versus and one of you all
2: show down? One.
3: Did it? In your eyes, and is there a rivalry
2: right? that started in the period between
5: two? Is that both English and Swedish? Yeah. Um, I think it's too early to say if there's a Penske and and McLaren battle right now. I, I don't think you know Penske is Penske, and they've been you know they won the championship uh, recently, and and they're 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 always they're always strong. So we're 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 getting there. We're we're getting closer i think i think that's been consistent you know we're crawling closer and closer to being up there every race and, and, and that's the thing i think that's the right tra- trajectory there's no magic to it this is hard work and uh yeah step by step i think we'll we'll be there um in swedish uh i uh, yeah, I'll take it if it did say on the, on there uh, the at at Penske or aaron mclaren specific the the Jag tror vi måste gå igenom säsongen lite längre innan innan man bygger upp den den stempen. Men uh, det, det jag vet är att vi kommer närmare och närmare hela tiden. Vi blir mer och mer konsistenta. Vi, de, uh, vi är vi alltid med på vända häl. Så det, det är kul att se och det är kul att se att det är arbetet arbete att uh, betala lånas och hela tingen. Kan du säga det på
7: spanska?
5: Köns
2: från You know, in old country uh, talking about everything Gervino. But uh he's so afraid about the physical in trading you racing Formula One why is it so hard so difficult the physical body uh, racing IndyCar? yeah
5: that's a that's another thing that I think doesn't get talked about enough it it's uh It's an extremely physical car to drive uh it's hot it's humid uh, it, and it's extremely hard to turn the car with with your hands and arms, because you have no power steering and a lot of downforce on the car, long races. So I think in many ways, it's like it's one of the most physical things you can do. Like after the race, we're all like we're all out for like a day. And and uh, to do that 17 times a year is for sure tough on the body. You're pretty, pretty prone to little injuries, um, but you have to work out hard. And the fr- what I learned the same lesson when I came over in 19. I didn't do that much uh, physical training. I was relying a bit more on being young, and uh, I got I got my ass beaten in the first race in Saint Pete, uh, and since then I, I you know I consulted a trainer and I'm training pretty much every day and uh, and it's cool it's it's part of the sportiness of the championship. Uh, you know there's there's so many other things you need to be good at in IndyCar, but it's cool that you have the physical aspect, which is, is hard to measure and put out there on the TV, but it's for sure a really big thing. Uh, know about the car, about the physical training your routine. What is the difference for the training your body in, in, in Formula One and in the car?
2: What, what what you have to
5: change? So I, di- I didn't do Formula One. Uh, I did Formula Three and <laughs> Super Formula. So, but those championships are more focused on neck because you have power steering, uh, so you don't have to you don't have to be very strong with your arms. You need a good core, good neck. And, and in the car, you need, like, you need to be very strong, but also have very good endurance because you have a very high heart rate uh, for the whole race. You, you in, in in Barber, my heart rate was over 175 the whole race, um, and also in the GP. So you you basically in the car, it, it's like running. You know, the same heart rate as if you're running for for two hours. So it, it's you, you need a, you need everything. You need endurance, strength neck, arms, and you, you, what you really don't need is an injury because that, that makes it even harder. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thanks, guys. It's uh, like off, so, because uh, you don't have the final speed. Of, well, it, it seems like it's the same a year again. Do you feel that kind of way or is just uh, my
4: eyes are seeing something is not good <laughs> um, no, we, were, we were definitely just we were shy on speed you know um, I mean I don't have an answer for you on why you know I thought I think we we felt confident that we were going to make another step and I think we were similar to last year in a lot of ways you know we just as far as our gapping to where we needed to be um, so yeah, I don't have an answer for you, but yeah, we were just, we were shy on speed. Just didn't have it in the car. But you feel different to previous years from, for the race? For the race? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I would say so. I think in race trim, the car feels like it has everything it needs to be successful. You know, I think it feels quicker than, than last year's car in race trim. So that side of it, I feel really good. I think the race car is great. And you feel too different to the
2: spot that, you wire last year like you know start to to win
4: races and build the confidence and it does um i mean i i feel confident in what we're doing right now i feel like the potential is super high in our team you know we've not realized the potential for the last couple events i feel like if we've had five events three of them were potential winners and we only won one of them so we we didn't fully realize our potential up to this point but it's there and so that gives me a lot of confidence for not just this weekend, but for the rest of the year. How much is, I do know, your dad and
3: Ashley, your, does the night before the race, does that your approach kind of change It keep you maybe busier uh, or maybe having a kid now keeps your focus, maybe thinking long term, just in a
4: little. Has that changed at all? Not really. No, honestly, I mean, I don't have a great answer for it. It's not that different. You know, my, my family was in uh, Alabama as well. And, just the the whole cadence or the flow up to the race day it's not, it's not changed much you know i feel like having the family is it's very similar very very similar not not a lot different
2: are you be mad that most homies or are you taking it <laughs> you're taking it as a compliment
4: that you I, I that your idea has been so closely and I followed i didn't understand it you know it felt like a layered joke that's not fully played out is what it felt like and it also felt like a compliment, yeah. Like it was like just a big bus bros promotion, which I don't know, like should we just be thankful for that? Like we didn't pay them to do it, so I didn't know. I was confused by it um, more than anything, but maybe we owe them money. Maybe that's what it is.
7: And do you win the 500? Will you wear a Max? How costly have you had a of this season?
4: I will not, no. I, I can't say yes to that.
7: I, I, I thought he would do anything if you were
4: Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to just be giving out um, guarantees. Of, like, <laughs> we, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, I, I'll, I'm going to be really happy. I, I would do a lot to win the 500. But, you know, if, if we win it, I'm, I'm not no, not doing that. We'll leave that to Scott. Joseph, I, I come in from Argentina. I'm going to send you oh, a big... Fantastic driver.
0: Um. Yeah, good uh we had the clutch needs adjusting um which is good to find out now so that they can let it cool down and then and then go again tomorrow um but the team did a phenomenal job of putting it back together and and getting us out there and it's been a very small amount of time and they worked really really hard so it's good for them to see it go around again
3: and a lot of the drivers had to go play pickleball at the bus a lot. You ended up actually kind of all yeah, over the place a little bit. I mean,
0: can you talk about that and that you were able to do the last so- Yeah, no rest for the wicked, I guess. Um Uh we had a great we had a great time. We went to New York and we did a bunch of T V and press and it was really cool with its pictures. I wore a race suit on Fifth Avenue, which I don't ever want to do again because I felt very conspicuous. However, New York's the only place you can really get away with it because nobody batted on Ireland. Um, and then we went to the ESPN campus in Bristol, which is cool because we got a couple of hours' drive as respite. <laughs> and uh, now <laughs> it's cool to be back in India and getting back in the groove and ready for the weekend. I took David in New York. It's not um, I don't know that I have one favorite thing. I think all of it because everybody was really cool to meet, and um, we didn't get the chance to do to spend too much time in any one place. So we went through Times Square. We were staying near Times Square, so it's like one thing after another. So we got to hit a lot of really. We did like a week's worth of stuff in a day. It was brilliant. guide
2: to it or. It again to leave the kind the effort
0: to pay. So I've been very fortunate that the Hendrix and Honda guys have given me literally every opportunity to get comfortable in the car um, we tested at Texas we went to the simulator and we also came back here for the uh, April test. So after Texas, I was pretty comfortable in the car. We did some stuff in the sim, and that helps, but it's not like really driving the car, driving the car. So coming back in the April test was great to, to shake off the cobwebs in me. And um, I think it's muscle memory. You just kind of remember you have to focus on everything that they're telling you. And luckily, I'm surrounded by super talented. Very clever individuals in in the team, and also I have three amazing teammates to garner information and stuff from. So they made my life a lot easier. And uh, you kind of it comes back, you know. It's different this time around because technology's changed and the cars have changed, but it's not that different. It's still similar, and it's kind of it's just for him for this. He's actually moving to
3: Turn
8: You.
0: I mean, uh Clay's great and he's been he's been great. We've struggling with a crackly radio as well in turn three for some reason. And so we're trying to fix that problem because they hear somebody key up and I don't know what they're saying. So sometimes that's a bit of an issue. Um but no, I re- literally everybody in the team has been fantastic. We've also got Derek now from Grants Scar on our stand too. And um a number a number of different people have actually moved over and been helping. We've um is
3: it like a... Your program a little bit by adding
0: it does, uh, it takes the pressure off a little bit. I hope often to the guys that have been working their bums off, you know, like they I've given them a lot of work to do, unfortunately. And, um, and so, hopefully, they get a little bit of respite by, by having. Do
8: you think
2: racing does change?
0: changed a little bit um the era is very different how close you can follow is different um it's the field is completely stacked you know there are no back markers or anything um so it's changed this it's evolved but it's the same year to year right it's not a massive change or anything it's just evolved you
2: know know, like some some drivers say that I know that to have the yeah, aero screen, I, I feel more well, safe because it's, 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 if the crash is not that, you know, that, that feeling, that hard safety is on, on the car. But do you came from the endurance racing, do you feel something really changed in that respect? No, or... yeah,
0: no, I didn't think the aero screen made as much difference as I thought it would. Like You really don't notice it so much. Um, and GT racing and any car racing is so far removed that I don't think that I can associate the two with each other, especially on an oval, you know, if it was on a road or street course then it might be more relatable, but we don't race on ovals and we don't race obviously open wheel. So, uh, we have ABS, there's so many differences, that I think it's like saying, how is it the same as driving your road car? It's just not it's totally, totally removed you said I the interview
2: this week that you know more women on the grandstands and it still not just like hearing it but I'm that people get more interested in motorsport and of course
0: i do um i haven't noticed the evolution uh, in sports car racing because year to year I guess it's just a small incremental change but here because I haven't been here for 10 years um it's a noticeable shift in the demographic I would say um and it's been really neat to see and the support's been really awesome honestly and the, uh, the amount of young girls and and women that come up to me and even the, the indie princesses you know they were like we're rooting for you and uh you're racing for, for all of us out there and so it's been it's been special
2: Get more than that. It's interesting. Good. Well, but you can see more women racing, actually racing, because there have been a lot of
6: initiatives,
2: uh, but uh, actually, it's not so many racing like the last 10 years. Yeah. But it's uh, not so many. Yeah.
0: I think it's. It needs more time. I think that there's more starting in go kart racing now. And uh oh here we go. Um I think it's gonna it's gonna be a process where they have to work their way through the ranks and get
2: you know, work their way out. Are you just looking forward starting?
0: You know, I heard that Christian's a little bit crazy. Oh. <laughs> So, I'm um, a bit worried about starting next him, to be honest. Oh, I don't think I'll see him for very long though, because he'll be in my mirrors. Well.
7: So uh,
2: <laughs> I think just going to go now. I bet I'm not. He's a walkie ladder, you're about to get out of the show.
0: Best teammate ever. Yeah. <laughs> are you just talked to about this female ladder tree thing. What do you think are the most important initiatives to introduce <laughs> Um, great question i think that uh we need to support the ones that are already interested in racing um because it gets really tough you know when you're making the transition from like karting to cars and when you grow up so when you're kids you're just kids right you don't really know know the difference between whether you're boy girl it doesn't really matter you're just racing go-karts but then when you get into your like later teenage years you definitely have this segregation you can see it in schools like there's a boy side and a girl side um and so i think helping through that period where you might feel like you're an outcast or a little bit bullied or not one of them or whatever it may be i think is is key um I haven't discussed or thought about it really. I would love to come back for any, again if I get the opportunity, um, but I haven't. Let's see how this one goes first, because I think if I do yeah. a really good job in this one, then the chances of that happening are much higher. With
3: What's your experience in sports car racing, racing do you yeah. feel like what you learned approach when it comes to strategy, how to navigate towards the able to gain a solid result?
0: Um. Yeah, I think racing's racing is racing like at the end of the day you've, you've still got four wheels and engine and still go racing so I think it's more to do with the team around you than anything else and um, lucky that I have a really great team behind me Um, I think strategy is all different but strategy is also strategy Like you work your way from the back from the end of the race to the start of the race and try and figure it out so I think there are some crossovers but not much Just- I think it's great that um, they want to get more women involved. Um, I don't personally love the segregation aspect. I think that money would maybe be better spent um, supporting the ones with talent up and through the ranks. Just because unless you race against the best, you're never going to push yourself to be the best. You know, look at Jamie for an example. Like she was in the W Series and she she was winning W Series, what, two or three years in a row? Three years. Um, and now she's just come over here. And so we have to see how she sacks up against some of the best drivers in the ladder series, right? And I think had she been maybe racing them earlier on, then it could have been a different story. But a lot of these girls only got the opportunity because – It was paid for and that was how they got to race. So they might not have been racing if it wasn't for that. So I'm I've got mixed feelings, but I honestly I don't I don't think that they should be coddled in any way, shape or form. I think that they should have to do it the hard way so it toughens them up and it makes it better and and yeah, you you have to race against the best One of the
7: biggest barriers when you're like I mean, that's less do. So What do you see in time?
0: I think that's a good point. And I think another good point is that there haven't been many that have had an opportunity in a good car, right? Like Danny did, which is great. And Jamie does now. But for the most part, we've had to kind of scrap around and, and drive whatever we can to survive. Um, and so I think it's probably when you get an opportunity just making the most of that. Like, if we can give them opportunities like Jamie has now, then it's going to be more success in the future um, because you will get more track time because the team will make sure of it because the team aren't going to want to lead. You know, it's the same with me this year with Rachel, luckily. Like... They gave me every opportunity to get as much track time as possible on the lead up to Indy, And that is new and amazing. And I love it. And that's what you get when you drive with a top-notch team. And I think that that's what makes it different.
4: So, racing is historically
3: completely open-door policy. Lateral success. Back and So it's been easy. To you know, why
0: deep I don't. why a I never I don't really know too much about it. That's a Graham question because of uh, his his um wife and his... yeah. Sorry, um, but I I think it's a good point, and I and I don't know why. A I would like to think I'm a positive role model I do my best you know that's that's something that you have a responsibility to do right for people who are looking up to you and who do want to, to do something like this I don't think you ever set out to to be a role model but I think that when you are you should do that responsibly. so I do what what I can I think I try and be the person that I would have looked up to. It doesn't always work out that way. Be, try. Thank you,
5: thank you. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports related news.